Let's go. You heard this song, you knew you were about to have a good match in Def Jam Vendetta. You're about to be in for the fight of your life. R.I.P. DMX, man. Big R.I.P. Rest in power. And in peace. Felt this one. Uh, one, two, one, two, come through, run through. Gun who? Oh, you don't know what the gun do. Some do go to know a real quiet. Let me think you wanna try it. Fuck around and start a ride. Uh, niggas go by regardless because I'm the hardest. Uh, Rap artist and I'm the start. Uh, shit up for real. Get up and feel my words. I make herbs spit up and scream. Hey. It's all I've been hearing lately. Niggas hate me when I dump tape. You make me put their brains on the wall when I grow. Long live DMX, man. A lot of people say they feel this, but I feel this. Like get it, but I study those I got you. If don't nobody else got you. In this new generation, I got Fake if I didn't do this. This is no disrespect to anybody who passed, but I gotta take some time to talk about DMX, man. What makes his story so unique and so relatable to me specifically is oh, this is the underground, by the way, but that's the we, we'll get into intros later. What makes his story so unique and so relatable to me is. From a young age, DMX, you know, he he had to figure out how to survive on his own without human help to the point where they say that his, his closest friends were dogs. 
even to the point where he'd be battling and he would say a line and the dog would go, and he'd say, chill, let me get him. You know what I'm saying? I relate to that so much. A lot of people may, may say they feel it. A lot of people may act like they feel it. But I know what it feels like to have to do it on your own when everybody who says they love you has turned their back. Like for me, from from I got death threats from like second grade. People people talking out at, at school, talking about, yo, you should go kill yourself. You know what I'm saying? I had to I had to figure out getting jumped every day, getting getting beat up. You know what I'm saying? I know what it's like to have people who are supposed to be down for you and say that they're your brothers or your family or whatever. I know what it's like to have them completely turn their back over over whatever. I know what it's like. I'm talking about blood relatives. I'm talking about quote unquote day ones, brothers, homies. I've had to be homeless and and go through. I can't call this person because they've turned their back. Or dang, we I, I saw you every single day. You looked me in the eyes and smiled at me every single day. And you turn your back on me. You know what I'm saying? I, I identify with that. Where you gotta you gotta summon up the strength to not just end it all. Cause no human that you have tried to to have a bond with, or no human that you've had a bond with for years sometimes. 5, 10, 15 years is around because they've just turned your back. That This one hit home for me, man. This one hit home for me. I got to take some time to talk about DMX, man. You know what I mean? The first time I encountered DMX it was a game, actually, called Def Jam Vendetta. And if you know what that is, man, shout out to you. Def Jam Vendetta, Def Jam Fight for New York. But Def Jam Vendetta, I was like, what is this song that's coming on? You know what I'm saying? Dun, 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 What is this song? You know what I'm saying? Who is this? Who is the, Who is this rapping like this? And then, who is this character that I cannot beat? You know what I'm saying? That I have to play 15, 20 times. I never understood why he was so overpowered in the game. I get it now, man. I get it now, man. Got to take time for DMX, man. He is he is the pinnacle of get it on your own even when nobody has your back. That is that's who I am to the core. I look around right now. It's me in this mug. And I can see hundreds of faces that are supposed to be here and they not. You know what I'm saying? I can think of all of these family members and friends that I had. Well, I still have, family. you know, family don't go away. But all these family members and friends and, and, and associates that were around in the mix saying this love, they all turned their back at one point. And I had to continue on dolo. So I have the utmost respect for DMX, man. And before we get into this podcast, I would be super, super fake if I did not salute the OG. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to get into um, his last live. Uh, we're going to play that 
and and then we're going to get into the podcast. Yeah, man. The best thing that we can hope for, the most important thing we can hope for or pray for or ask for is that our desires coincide with God's will. Because at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, it's going to be God's will. It's always going to be God's will. You try to understand what his, you know, uh, why he does what he does, and it's going to end up with a headache. Just do the right thing. A time for searching and a time for losing. A time for keeping and a time for throwing away. A time for tearing, a time for repairing. A time for keeping silent and a time for speaking. A time for loving and a time for hating. A time for war, a time for peace. I mean, like I said, it goes back to, you know, you're going to start with a prayer, you're going to do this with a prayer. Yo. There are no words more powerful than the book. And your prayer, your own prayer, will do a lot better than someone else praying for you. Who hasn't, whoever hasn't given their life to Jesus yet, whoever hasn't surrendered all the way, though there may be some of you who don't know how, I'm going to walk you through that right now. If you're serious about it, you don't got to be serious, but like, if, you know, if you don't want to do it, don't, just, hey, but if you're serious about it right now, giving your life to the Lord. Say it with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I realize I'm a sinner. I repent for my sins. And right this moment, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. It's that simple. It's that simple, but you gotta mean it. You gotta mean it. You gotta mean it. Everything that's happened is God's will. Don't try to understand it. Just, 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 just get that relationship with him. Get that relationship with him. Get that relationship with him. And, and, and even the things you don't understand won't be as hard on you as it would be if you try to understand. It's crazy. I woke up this morning and it's like, with chills, with chills, you know, God put it on my heart to speak. I said, this, you know, this, this is new to me. This is, you know, that's not what I do. Come on, I, don't, I, ain't, I ain't, you know, with showing what everybody, what I'm doing every minute. That's just not me. That's not how I get down. You know what I'm saying? You see me when you see me. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to change. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. You know? I love who I am. I'm God's child. We all are. We all are. Word, man. We all are, man. And for anybody saying, how can he, how can he talk about the Bible after after writing songs like that? For one, when we're young and and unknowledgeable and under the influence of something as messed up as this satanic music industry, 
yeah, man, you make mistakes. Or when you have to grow up in an environment that is that savage without somebody to protect you from it. You end up becoming a reflection of the world that you grew up in. But this is why I personally like Christianity, because it ain't about being perfect. All of the people God used in the Bible were flawed. David caught a body. David set up, David from David and Goliath, he set somebody husband up to get murked in a war so he could get his wife, Bathsheba. Bathsheba was her name. Everybody has flaws. But it's about, do you feel like you deserve forgiveness? Do you feel like you can get up and get it right? You. Do you feel like you deserve another chance to live right? I, I rock with that. To me, DMX is, is the perfect uh, uh, a symbol for that. You know what I mean? A lot of people, when, you, when you're looking at the natural world, you feel like you got to click up with somebody. I see it all the time in, in my own hometown. Everybody got to click up with somebody. You got to be around 10, 15, 20 people to feel validated. You got to get, you got to have this person say you cool. You got to have this person say you cool to feel validated. You got to have a, uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with having a support system, but you know, you see a lot of people, man, I, I got to have uh, 15, 20 people around me like that. That's what makes me feel legit to me. DMX's story says, man, you don't need all of that when you got God. And in my life, that's wrong. Very, very true. So salute, rest in power, and long live the legend DMX. Let's get into the podcast. Yeah, we'll go ahead and delete that. We'll just delete that. Um, my apologies to any anybody I may have offended, you know what I'm saying, uh, and to PETA, you know what I'm saying? If anyone from PETA was listening to that last one, I, I apologize, but bacon is delicious, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is the underground, man. We're freaking back. You know, I, I've just been, I'm, I'm the type to just, I remember I was, I was reading the Wu-Tang, uh, the Wu-Tang manual as a youth. And I think it was uh, Inspector Deck said he's the type to just chill, you know, survey the scene, let people play themselves, and then he'll just show up. You know what I'm saying? That's what this podcast is like, man. I've been chilling. It's been like like two months. I've just been gathering topics, you know. Um, got a dope interview with Joey Tracy. I did not say T. Trace, even though I just said it right now. And, uh, you know, we're just going to get into all the stuff of note that I, I've noticed. Plus, we're going to be playing some music from y'all. You know what I'm saying? This is not, we won't say it's anti-industry, but this is not, this is this is for the people. You know what I mean? And I will not be saying the names of the artists on a pod. If you want to know the song that you're listening to, go to the comments below on GET xup.weebly.com you know what i'm saying and in the track list and everything will be in there you know what i mean uh this i want y'all to, to interact a little more so anyway shout out to everybody listening i hope i hope that things have gotten better and not worse for everybody uh i, I hope that 
connections have been mended if they needed to be mended. And I hope that if it's negative, it got away from you. You know what I'm saying? And it's staying away and keeping away from you. You know what I mean? In Jesus' name. Uh, All right, we'll be back. We'll be back. This is The Underground. Got deleted, it must be a hit, we gotta get it down. This is the Lonely Hearts Club. Yeah. Got a sauce full like oceans, you a damn late. One my homies, he just listened, what does Zan say? Learned to read when I was playing Final Fantasy. Word the deep, I beat it up, made the fatty shade. My homegirl, she keep a blicky since they hit her place. Female Barry Wallace with the tool, made the planet shake. Used to wanna fall asleep in school, still got decent grades. Test them when you pull up to they place, see if they made the grade. Kicking shit like DMX, cradle to the grave. Plus, I am the one, Jet Lee and Neo from the Matrix. He made the call while they were asleep, they ain't get away. Sent the chefs and got the flipping light. I'm in Gotta grind. I close my eyes, I fall asleep, seeing dollar signs. Can I make you get this money? You gotta grind. I fall asleep and close my eyes, seeing dollar signs. Can I make you get this money? Gotta grind, I close my eyes, I fall asleep, seeing dollar signs. Can I make you get this money? Gotta grind, I close my eyes, I fall asleep, seeing dollar signs, dollar signs, hey, yeah. I fall asleep, fall asleep, seeing dollar signs, dollar signs, yeah. Ah, okay, I will not be controlled by them zeros in the bank. Trying to get a roll like the bread a baker make I think I'm Van Gogh mixed with Jordan, what you think? If your art ain't got no soul, get the fuck up by the paint My son is a prince, I'ma give him everything You would think I raised Will Hum by the Philip Banks I was buying fives, putting five up in the tank If we make it to the store, maybe we can get some drink Clinton got my vote just cause Trump was in the race Get the Jazzy Jeff throw if you think he not a racist 013 was pulling up, sleeping would escape me America and 101, these women trying to chase me I'ma get the house just to rent out for the cake DJ Khaled, then another one, I call it Meet the Neighbors Do not smoke no blunts, they be messing with the flavors The topic of discussion like I went and made the paper Try to control the money like I printed all the paper The scale not in my favor, but I tip them like a waiter These rappers just broken board, no skaters My chick say she spoken for and I ain't had to make Can it I, I make can't, get can't, this money? Gotta grind, I close my eyes, I fall asleep seeing dollar signs Can I make you get this money? Gotta grind, I fall asleep and close my eyes seeing dollar signs Can I make you get this money? Gotta grind, I close my eyes, I fall asleep, seeing dollar signs. I cannot make you get this money. You gotta grind, I close my eyes, I fall asleep, seeing dollar signs, dollar signs, hey. Alright, let's 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 make it clear right now. I wanna make this crystal clear. I will not tolerate any Mortal Kombat movie slander. Not on the timeline, not in my text, 
not on my Instagram. Nobody, I will not tolerate any Mortal Kombat slander. Now, as a as a fan of cinema and film, as an avid gamer who has played all of the Mortal Kombat games from one on up, I do have some observations and I have my um, my critiques, but some of y'all are just, I, I really feel like Twitter and, and just American society has trained so many people to think that complaining and complaining and complaining, nitpicking and just hating on things is woke or like a sign of intelligence. And it's not. If you have not seen the new Mortal Kombat movie, skip this segment, go to the next one. There's going to be spoilers. I'm going to say that right now before we even get into the deep dive. I'm giving you a second. All right let's begin this new mortal kombat movie is fire all right fire like a lucane fireball you know what i'm saying fire it as a as a gamer you can tell that they put things in there for us i do have my gripes about certain things we'll get into but but i love it when movies make it feel like it's an adventure man i love it when movies take you on a roller coaster ride that immerses you in a world lets you escape from your everyday life makes you laugh you know has a message all of that stuff and the mortal kombat movie for me it checked it checked pretty much all the boxes now i do have my critiques uh, for those of you who don't know gamers around the world are rejoicing some are complaining because that's what gaming twitter does the new Mortal Kombat movie has been released in theaters and HBO Max. I definitely want to watch it in theaters. Um, shout out to my partner who gave me that HBO Max login info. It's, you're super, super appreciated. Like That was amazing of you. Love, for real. Uh, all right, let's get into it. So the Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Mortal Kombat is a video game that is about a group of fighters that are in a tournament that is like across the realms and um there's like an evil realm there's earth realm um all of that stuff so the games are known for being extremely violent and when i first saw the announcement i read that the actors after seeing some of the scenes that they filmed the after effects they themselves felt nauseous that was a good sign and the film did deliver on the fatalities, man. The film delivered on the fatalities. Uh, Kano, I have to shout out the actor who played Kano. So funny. So funny, man. Um, there was a scene where they, they basically have to figure out how to get there. I think they call it an arcana, their range attack in Mortal Kombat, like Luke Kane's fireball, Kano's laser eye. Jack's, uh, what does he have? He had like a beam of sorts. Sonya Blade had her own thing. So they all have these range attacks. And in the movie, they have to um, work to get them. And there's a scene where Kano, he really wants his range attack. And he's talking to Luke Kane and says, oh, do I get a fireball? You know what I'm saying? I get a fireball too? 
It's and he asks Liu Kang how to do it, and Liu Kang just blatantly doesn't tell him. You know what I mean? I I laugh so hard at so many of those points. I like it when a movie puts little um, instances in it for gamers. If it's based on a video game, um, there was a part where they talk about spamming the punch. They referenced it a couple times. Uh, the main character Cole, who we will get into. Like I, I will get into my critiques on on everything, but I want to, you know, the Joe Button podcast. Uh, Joe used to say, let's start with love. So let's start with all the things I liked. Um, they did They did a part. They say, you can't just punch, man. You got to block sometimes. Anyone who's played Mortal Kombat, there's a lot of people out here who did not block or don't block. You just spam the punch. Uh, there's a part where they someone spams the... Oh, spam means repeatedly used for non-video game players. That means if you just keep using the same attack over and over and over and over and over. Like Luke Kane's bicycle kick... If someone spams that, you're going to have a long day if you don't know what to do. Spamming the uppercut, things like that. Uh, the uppercut was in there. I mean, that. come on, man. But uh, there's a part where someone is like spamming the low kick, like the, the down kick, and they spam it twice, and the other person fighting him is trying to figure out how to time it. Like, that is straight out of a video game. I really, really like that. Um... What else did I like about it? The acting, man. The act. I really liked the acting. There were some overdramatic parts. I feel like the character who played Liu Kang was laying it on a little thick. You know what I'm saying? Pause if you played a pause game. He was a little, like, overdramatic. But, I mean, I get it. I get it. He's, he's in the games, he takes it serious, too. You know? But I feel like the actor was just a little bit over dramatic for for him um i'm so glad that ronda rousey did not play sonya blade if you played uh in any of the the latest mortal kombat game i believe they pick ronda rousey for sonya blade and that is one of the worst voice acting experiences that i've had to suffer through so i'm glad that they found an actress that um that that brought the character to life in a in a believable way this time I really liked the actors that they picked for Jax. Um, I liked that uh, they have this message of using pain and um, 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 suffering to find your your greatest strength. I really like that, uh, especially, you know, going through this pandemic. Uh, anyone who's gone through a bad breakup, anyone who's taken an L, you know, um, that is something that we all can relate to. You don't give up. You regather yourself and you use what you've learned to improve. I really, really like that. Um, I noticed that that they rejected the notion of the tournament. They rejected the notion of the tournament. In the now, in the first movies, this this is why I think it's crazy for anybody to hate on this movie. The first movies were like pretty hokey, and the computer animation was pretty sketchy, and you know, like. Is is you know um, this one top top notch special effects top notch everything, uh, but yeah I I really like that that they fleshed out the characters you know they put realistic stuff in there they rejected the notion of the tournament like I said you shouldn't be listening by now if you haven't seen it because there's gonna be spoilers in in the video game it's always you know they're hyping up the tournament the first movies hyping up the tournament. This one, they were like, we not doing a tournament. Let's go do these one-on-ones. And there were some... Mm, I feel like there were some things that could have been done better. Katana, the way that... Or not Katana. 
Katana was, I didn't even see or hear about hers, but I heard there's four more movies. Um, the way Sonya's battle with Kano ended, it was, it was cute, I guess, but like, eh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, but, so let's get into the gripes. Well, no, no, there's a few more things. There's a, I really liked that, uh, Cabal's voice. Cabal's voice was, I really liked it. Um, my partner said it was, it was a little, uh, she didn't really like it, but I thought Cabal's voice, my partner plays Mortal Kombat, like as much as me and likes Mortal Kombat as much as me. She didn't really like it, like Cabal's voice. I thought it was really good. Um, Raiden, what they did with Raiden's character was very, very interesting. Uh, I think that they... You know, we, me and my partner joked around. We called him the Dumbledore of the movie because uh, Dumbledore, if you've read Harry Potter, presents as this kind of old grandfather protector figure. But once you finish the series, you realize they knew that Harry had a Horcrux, a, a piece of the main villain, Voldemort, inside of his body and that he essentially had to die to destroy it. And Dumbledore all the time was kind of uh um, um grooming harry to give his life or or at least when, when you get through it you realize man i don't know if dumbledore was really too sad if harry died and i won't spoil this but there's a character um that well you know what no i'm, I'm, I'm gonna say i told you don't listen if there's spoilers kung lao the way they did kung lao man uh i think at first i complained at first I complained because Raiden claims that he cannot get involved, but he does get involved at certain points and he just leaves Kung Lao to die. Essentially, Shang Tsung grabs Kung Lao, the guy with the hat, if you don't know who that is, grabs Kung Lao, starts to take his soul and Raiden starts teleporting people out. And he waits until Kung Lao dies to teleport Liu Kang out. And he could have, I feel like he could have teleported everybody out. But he wanted Liu Kang to experience the loss to quote unquote push him to the next level. My At first I complained, but now that I think about it, I kind of like that they, they made his character match his actions. In all of the games, in the earlier movies, they made him... Well, all right, let me separate this. In the movies, they, they kind of gave him this, like, grandfather revive sometimes. I think his, his, his portrayal in the new movie is more accurate because he's more cold and calculating. And he's willing to play chess with the lives of the warriors um, in that way. I think that this movie showed more of what his personality would be like. He's not necessarily, same thing with Dumbledore, he's not necessarily a good guy because he's willing to sacrifice people. And he lies, blatantly lies. He, he Raiden says, like, I can't intervene, but he does. He puts up a big force field at one point in the movie and literally stops. He zaps Shang Tsung, Shang Tsung at the end, like, and makes him disappear after, all the, after he takes all the L's. So... He lies blatantly. I think I like that depiction of him uh, because it, it makes it a little bit uh, more realistic to me. Um, 
let me think what else let me, what else did i like here the reptile kano fight i heard some complaints about the the character model for reptile because they went full lizard they made him like a full lizard i feel like i feel like um I remember one of the games where he was full lizard. I feel like they kind of had to do that because for a while in the game, it was just sub-zero skins with different colors. You got a, a blue, a blue one for a sub-zero, a green one for a reptile. You got Air Mac. You got, it's just the same character model with different, uh, uh, uh colors. I like that they, they made him more of a reptile in this situation. You know what I mean? Um, and of course, of course, of course, we have to talk about the Scorpion Sub-Zero uh, history and tie-in. Now, I don't know, in this movie they made, well, you know Hollywood's going to try to make hell appealing, number one. So that lines up for what Hollywood does, because a lot, if you if you haven't paid attention, a lot of the entertainment industry is very satanic, like in America, across the world. They be pushing devil stuff like 24-7, like it's cool. And then they'll turn around and be like, oh, what is we don't believe in any anyway. Um they made Scorpion kind of a good guy in this movie. Uh it starts out with with his, I think it's Hasashi. I think the, don't don't get mad at me if I get the name wrong. But he gets slaughtered and they set up this generational revenge thing. They set up this generational revenge thing and it comes to conclusion at the end, you know? And I, and it did tug at the heartstrings to see, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, stop and skip ahead because I don't want y'all to get mad at me. Um, finding out Cole is the great descendant, the great, great, great grandson or whatever of, of Scorpion and that he has his own powers. That was a cool tie in. It was like a family thing. Like, oh, we're breaking generational curses. You know, we're breaking out of coldness because he beats Sub-Zero. I thought that was that was cool. It was a cool tie in. Um, I just I, I, I really I guess I don't really have a complaint about that. It was a cool backstory, but I don't know if I remember scorpion necessarily being i guess i don't know if they made him a good guy but they didn't make him evil as a human necessarily um i thought that was an interesting touch uh now let's get to cole the main character some people were saying that he was like a johnny cage reference johnny cage is not in the movie but spoiler alert at the end you do get an indicator that he's gonna be in future movies this is like a reset kind of the actor that played cole i don't really have too many complaints about his acting but his fighting was just kind of lacking for me i've seen i'm a fan of like uh chinese japanese korean um fighting movies uh wire foo wire fighting movies where it really looks like the punches are connecting. Jackie Chan movie, like, where it really looks like the punches are connecting and, and the fighting just looks very well choreographed uh, and, and, and tight. Cole's fighting is, like, clunky. And some of the fighting in the movie was kind of clunky to me. Like, it just looked kind of like... 
it, it just didn't look as as tight as as other movies may have seen like the matrix uh, other movies you we may have seen the matrix things like that and i feel like for mortal kombat i really wanted to see just just very well rehearsed choreography that looked realistic now here's the other thing part of me is wondering if they made the fighting kind of uh not so fluid to mimic the style of the game if you play mortal kombat the fighting only looks fluid just very fluid if you're good at combos if you know the commands if you know otherwise there's some stop and go you'll do punch 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 stop because you don't know the next command the character is not going to do a combo so I, wa- I did wonder if they did it on purpose to mimic the fighting in the game because they were all just starting and they weren't like seasoned fighters. I did hear there's four more movies, but I just feel like Cole's specifically, his fighting was just not believable, um, especially the Goro fight. Big props to them for putting Goro in there when when uh, there's, there's a part where Cole just gets rejected and he gets sent back home because they feel like he's not good enough. He's not unlocking his power. And he goes home. And I know that someone's going to come after him, but I wasn't expecting Goro. They sent Goro after him. And I had some issues with that fight. It was like, all right, Goro is like a prince, I believe. And he's been doing this for a minute. The things that, even after Cole gets his, like, power and the Tomfa thing and the Blade thing, it's like, the moves that he's doing, I feel like Goro would have been seasoned enough to not take damage. Like, he gets his hand chopped off, he gets his intestine, like, he gets a big cut down the middle of his stomach and his intestines block, you know, the violence is there, they definitely got the violence right, but it's like, would Goro really, would Goro really have lost to that? Like, would Goro really have lost to those moves? I played as Goro. You know, Cole's, I don't think, is a character. And I bet you they're going to put out a new Mortal Kombat with Cole. I really hope it's not like a movie Mortal Kombat because they really have created a cinematic universe within their own right in the video games. But I'm ready for it. But yeah, Goro just doesn't lose that easy from what I've seen. He's a giant with like four arms. Like, what are you doing? Um, And the other thing was Cole's reaction to... Cole's daughter's reaction to Goro dying was really unrealistic. I know they were going for, like, the action movie thing. But it was like, you just witnessed this giant who teleported to your house get his guts strewn all over your backyard. And your only response is, oh, wow, cool, dad. Like, it was a it was a cool movie response, but that child would be traumatized. Like, let's make that clear. If it was a little bit more realistic. Um, what else? Jax's storyline. Uh, in Sub-Zero, because those, those two are tied, I like that they did the Jack story. They redid the Jack storyline. It was like he got his arms broken off, and while everyone was training, he was knocked out. And then he kind of woke up, and he had to figure out how to use his, his arms. Now, it was interesting that like his arms had the ability to do that the whole time. He just had to try real hard. Uh, you kind of wonder like, all right, could you just press the button? But I get it. Use your, you have to level up through the pain. I get it. You know, um, Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero. I feel like they got Sub-Zero perfectly correct. I, the, the main character that I use is Sub-Zero. Whenever I play Mortal Kombat, I use Sub-Zero. You know what I mean? And 
there are two Sub-Zeros. There's a good one and a bad one. The bad, the, the evil Sub-Zero, they got right. There was one part I thought was really funny where uh, in the beginning, he's trying to get Cole because he's a descendant of, of Scorpion. And he shows up and he has the power to just create ice storm situations and ice ice energy balls and things like that. And he makes it like he makes like heavy sleet fall, but he doesn't make it hard enough to kill people. Like there's a guy standing in the street and he just gets hit and he just falls on the ground and it's like, oh, he just wanted to be a jerk kind of. Like he j- he didn't want to necessarily kill this person. He he just really wanted to be a jerk right now. Um, I thought that was cool. The 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 battle at the end. I ca- I really wish that I hadn't watched the trailer and stopped it to look at the fatalities because I spoiled it for myself. But they got it close to the game. The ice he froze his blood, stabbed him with the blood. Uh, I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool. Um, overall, man, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It, it had the humor elements. Oh, the Kano betrayal. They, everyone knows, you know, though Kano is a human, he's working for the other side and they, they made it. So you get to almost like his character cause he's so funny and like he's with them. But then when the betrayal happens, it's like, dang. So now there's backstory and motivation for the Kano situation. I thought that was cool. Um, overall, I, I liked it, man. I liked it. I see people complaining. I really think that the internet has turned people into just complainers, man. Like you got, like even with all my my critiques, I like the movie. I definitely am watching it in theaters. I'm definitely watching it again. I'm definitely paying forty dollars for pink lemonade and and popcorn, and I'm going back. Like, yeah, man. Um, what other qualms? I don't even think I had any other major complaints. Uh, I, I advise anybody who plays the games, go go watch the movie. Go watch the movie. I really, really liked it. Um, what other characters? We did Luke Kang. We did Luke Kang, Cabal, Sonya. Oh, uh, Melina, man. Melina. Now, the teeth thing. She Now, Baraka is another character that's the same race as her. And they have these teeth things. I thought it was interesting that they just made her mouth. It was like bloody. And then when she finally opens her mouth all the way, the skin rips. So you see her teeth. In the game, it's like it's pre-ripped. Like they're, they just have that species just has big mouths with sharp teeth. In the movie, it was like she had to rip her own skin. Um... I guess it's a movie, so like they wanted to make it brutal, so I, I, I get it. Uh, who was the bat chick? I forgot the bat chick. Um, it was cool, she was cool. Um, I like how they put well, I, I kind of wanted to see just more focus on one on ones, but they kind of they had them do one on ones and then they they spliced them together, so you get three splices of three separate one on ones. That was cool, but I would have liked to see just like a straight through one-on-one more often. I, I imagine in the future movies we're gonna get that. Um, the actor who played Shang Tsung, not not my favorite. Like he didn't have a mustache. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it though. Like it was cool. Um, 
overall though i would give this movie out of 10 i would give this movie like a 7.5 to an 8 you know what i mean leave room for improvement but anybody who's a fan of the of the games please go check that out it was really good if you're listening to this point and you haven't seen the movie you just got everything spoiled so don't say i didn't try to warn you but you just got everything spoiled i'm looking forward to noob Saibot. i'm looking forward to that uh, i'm looking forward to aaron black if he shows up they did have um they showed Nightwolf and Kotal Khan in the place where Sonya was uh friggin she had her newspaper and she was following things they showed those two I don't know how that's gonna work I don't know if it was like a an easter egg or if they're going to be somehow coming back Shang Tsung does have the power to raise people from the dead uh so obviously there's gonna be some rematches and that lines up with um some of the game lore so I'm excited man I've heard they're signing up for four more movies. I'm very excited. I hope they just crank them out like this is the Fast and Furious series. You know what I'm saying? Um, overall, definitely 7.5 and 8. And uh, yeah, man, go check out Mortal Kombat again if you haven't seen it. And make sure, please make sure to go play some games if you've never played a Mortal Kombat game. So you're not just out here like these annoying Avengers, Civil War, Marvel Universe fans who are like... Black Widow's the best superhero ever just because of her portrayal in the movies like go do your research so you're not out here being a bandwagon fan please god please there's nothing worse than tourist fans who just feel like they're experts on a comic based movie or a game based movie you know so I advise you to go you can go grab a copy of Mortal Kombat for relatively cheap right now Um, but yeah for sure salute to was it midway it's midway isn't it salute to mortal kombat man ed boone you know what i mean salute this motherfucking joey trey oh yeah Last name legend, first name shy town So many kings and I'm taking back my crown The early bird gets the worm A soul of her, it's no concern I will discern, assert myself Serve a servant, help thinking to starting the new chapter So I close the book on the old Turn in the pages till I find a blank That I'm banking on ripping the past out my soul Most on the glow coat with the blows of low Then they fall low to the flow Moping alone, so sick as artists We be so caught up in the hole Particles be flowing, drawing powers from the low Staying focused, all the shit that I've seen scouting inspiration station at a high speed seen the post on IG and I know it might seem a little ridiculous since the swap felt like I had out of body experience waiting on a breakthrough as life steady paces is God too slow or are we just too impatient paint the target the pain and hardships worldly influences got me so lethargic antisocial with a goal so conservative that when life hits me with a curve I be curving it back then another idea just popped in my head like a light switch turning on here's what I said I'ma float until I fly Looking up into the sky I'ma keep my head up high No need to worry about the flow Just ride and let it flow Yeah. Was meant to 
take every punch, y'all can't even handle one Need a dim light to think, so put the candle on Every rapper on the list, they put the wax on But I'm fixing it, taking the wax off like I'm Daniel Sign Mr. Miyagi flow, still one of the realest Hailing from Illinois, so gon' make some noise for the Illinois Experimental with the sounds, I'm just testing the waters Swimming till I find the test in these waters So get your paddle on, last year tried to hold me Really thought it was the OV All fucked earth, ghostly Depression was a cynical villain Used to always love music, but was losing the feeling Dreaming never better life, but never allowed to rely Living in a final fantasy, but ain't no clouds in the sky Fuck the bullshit, I'ma just do me A young bull trying to get his bread in one piece like Luffy And I'm back with another track It's a rap for these other acts Matter of fact, catch the fade, only name is Joey Trey No AKA, I ain't joining fucking France No cap, no way, I remember who the fuck I was And put a lid in the cap on who the fuck I trust So where the fuck I'm from, Joey Trey is my boy Born identity, giving thanks to the supremacy. Don't need no ultimatums to claim my legacy. Please end up my lies. I'ma flow until I fly. Looking up into the sky. I'ma keep my head up high. No need to worry about the load. Just ride and let it flow. doesn't matter i just messed this up and none of you can see it so anyway 
Um, we are back. And this is somebody who I have a, a lot of history with, who I am personally invested in his success. You know what I'm saying? And who I have a lot of funny stories that I can't tell about. You know what I'm saying? But I salute this young man. He is one of, like, no lie, no lie. He is one of the maybe three to five artists in the world that I would actually call, like, that if, if, like, there are songs that he sent me that are not done yet because I need to make sure that they're done correctly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'll say about this person. Um, Joey Trey is on the pod. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Do we have it? Is this working? Yep, it's working. What's going on? Hey, can you shout out the underground, please? Shout out to the underground, man. I appreciate you for having me on here. Y'all doing great things. Definitely keep it up. Yo, the content. y'all heard that, right? Yeah, y'all heard that, right? <laughs> anyway, look. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. So, so, um, I like to, I like to kind of get a, a, a whole history of what's happening. Can you still hear me? Uh, yeah, it's going in and out a little bit, but for the most part, I hear you. Let me, let me see if I can get this. What about now? So far, so good. Yeah. Okay. So I like to get like a history kind of from the beginning if, if we can. So. Uh, as far as musical, well, actually, where are you, where do you rep from? Where, where do you represent right now? Uh, well, you know, I'm from Illinois, but I currently live in Michigan. Been living in Michigan for the last four or five years. Yeah. So I kind of represent both states. I represent Illinois and Michigan. Okay, so um, what is your earliest uh, music? Experience? Did you hear a lot of music in the house growing up? Yeah. You did. Okay. What kind of music do you remember? Do you remember listening to? Uh, I know my folks. They used to play all types of genres. They used to play like from hip hop, R and B, yeah, um, soul, yeah, gospel, jazz, especially jazz. And did you? I, did did you? Oh wait, wait, no, keep going. You said jazz, and then what were you gonna say? And then I was, was going to say, it's, it's like a whole variety of different types of genres of music that I grew up listening to in the household. Uh, okay, so when did you uh, encounter hip-hop? or And also, when did you start writing? That's really what we want to know. When did you start writing your own music? Um, I started writing my own music when I was, I was in high school. High school. I started writing music. Okay. And uh, I like to go project by project. Do you was this a project or was it a song or how did you how did you get into writing hip hop verses? Um, when I first started writing, I ain't, I ain't a, lot, a lot of people don't know this about me. When I first started writing writing music, yeah, I was actually more of yeah. I was I started off as a gospel rapper like when I was in high school. Okay, and look, okay, like, this is this is also where I have to. If this is the story of of uh of uh Sora, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you know yeah, yeah, exactly, right? And listen, no spoilers cuz I haven't played the the latest Kingdom Hearts, but uh, there's going to be those references in here. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I know. 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 I saw it. I've just been dodging it. Um 
but there's another side. So I'd like to give what I saw of you. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, were there battles? Let me ask this on the, you know, we do our research here. Were there, was there a, a battle in, in maybe high school that happened? Maybe that, that you won? Maybe does that sound familiar? Cause all right, I didn't encounter you until the college years, but the way I encountered you was one of the homies was like, yo, there's this artist named T trace. Okay. Here's a video of him battling somebody. Here's a video of him battling somebody. And I watched it and you won. You won. So that was like the first thing. And then I'll, there's more details, but we won't get into that. So, so you had a couple battles too. From high school, yeah. You had a couple, you were battle tested. That's important to say. That's important. That's a lot of these artists are not battle tested. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I did um, a few in high school, like a few, like throughout my high school years, did a couple of battles here and there. Um, To be honest, it was it was definitely those were interesting battles like at the time they were they were really interesting like there was a crowd there was there were people there was a, a pretty good amount of people there from what yeah, i saw definitely uh that was the other thing later on when when the label was moving that that really made me pay attention i was like this person is is very comfortable in front of a crowd and and as long as I've known you, I can't, I don't think I've ever remembered you messing up a lyric on stage that I remember. I can't remember. Uh, I don't think if I did, it was, it was, if I did do it a few times, I like just played it off so good and just kept going. And look, and look, we're not here to, the most part, yeah. we're not here to overinflate egos, but this is true. This, this, like when I saw this individual, uh, and the entire time that I saw this individual when we were doing music, I can honestly say the the main thought was, oh, this he's unnatural. Like it, like it, it just he just knows how to rap very well. You know what I mean? Um. So anyway, so it was was it singles or projects in high school? I'm sorry. Was it what were you dropping entire bodies of work or was it just one or two songs at a time? I did drop like I'm. I did have like a body of work. In high school, mm-hmm. um, just uh, what I did was I just like they recorded songs and burnt it on a CD and on cop made copies made copies on CDs and just passed them out during like through high school at, at my high school. Now look, I remember I did that. I think during- we may have now we got to stop because I realized this. There are some people who don't understand what you just said. They they will say. What does burn a CD mean? That's how we're getting old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we got to break that down. Burning a CD for for the new generation people, what does that mean? The CD is um, after you record your bodies or record your songs for your body of work or however many songs you would record. Or if you just you find know. music on the internet. Or if you, if you just find it on the internet, you a computer. Yep. That's the best way to do it on your computer. And then afterwards... Well, see, my computer, my new computer doesn't have one, but my old computer had a drop, had a special like CD 
drive where you can insert any disc in. A CD drive, y'all hear that? That means that means there were actual things you could hold that had data on them, and you moved them around, and they you owned them even. They were yours. You didn't have to uh, download it into a little virtual pocket. That's a shot at streaming, but shout out to all the people on Spotify and anyone else listening right now. Continue. I'm sorry. And then uh, I just get then I would then the next step would be getting blank CDs. Blank with nothing CDs, on man. And then yeah, <laughs> blank CDs. Man, those are and like gold, I just, man. I know they 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 were clutch though at that time and for that time period. Like I would just buy a whole pack of them. Yep. And just one by one insert one in, put all the music on there, take it out. Put it in, in this case. Yep. Sometimes you draw in that mug with a marker, but if now look, here's another thing about at the time T Trace that I noticed. A lot of artists at the time were just handing out CDs, just CDs. Sometimes men's had the cover though. He had the cover. He had the front cover. I don't the the pro, what now? What is the project I'm talking about? The first project that I heard from you, and uh uh. It was a CD somebody brought to me. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because I did have front covers and back covers on the CDs I used to pass out. Oh, what was... Come on, you got... What was the name? You got... Come on, man. This is your project. Like, look, look. This is... Look, look, y'all. I may not have done all the research this time, but this is him. All right? All right? It was... Oh, This is going to drive me crazy. So uh, that project was called Words of Wisdom. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Look, there's not video of this one, but when we mentioned that project, <laughs> that was look. But look, but look. We'll get we'll get more in depth into projects in another interview. But what I will say about that project is he had the front cover on that joint. I remember it was the CD was brought to me and I and they were like, look at T Trace and look. Some people in the room, here's how it goes. Some people in the room thought it was funny, right? But I listened. And what I heard was, oh, this person is very serious. I saw that he's battle tested and he naturally can rhyme. And no one did you have uh, management back then? Nope. He was independent fully putting his own music out okay so words of wisdom comes out and um you're part of get up music there's shows there's uh i don't know if i don't want to get you in trouble but there may or may not have been some beautiful women around at the time uh the e-zone all the college shit and t Trey starts going crazy i'm sorry joey see i did it dang it Joey Trey starts going crazy. All right. He's winning battles. Okay. So I didn't mess it up that bad. You know what I'm saying? But he starts going crazy and he starts rapping better than everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not lying. He starts rapping better than a lot of people. So words of wisdom happens. And then, um, was it Chicago state of mind? Is that what it was called? Oh yeah. Well, that was a little bit. That was later. later. What was before that? Because I think after Words of Wisdom, it was next after that was the final countdown. That was it. That was it. It was final countdown. 
Final countdown. Now, what do you remember the time frame of that? It was definitely the college years, right? We're gonna get into specific songs later, y'all. But we just want you to have a good history of the artist um, uh, at the time. So during that time, it was really like eight to ten of us. Sometimes we would have writing sessions. I remember with six to seven artists at that time, all working on verses. So that's when some of those projects were coming out. Um, and then what? What was? What was after Final Countdown? Was that Chicago State of Mind? Countdown, it was that uh, untraceable. Oh, yeah, how can I forget about untraceable? I have untraceable on my computer right now. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> man. And uh, so during this time, we were we were really implementing strategy uh, to, to get your name out there. Do you remember? Were you more focused and as an artist, are you more focused on getting fans or just? putting the music out right i do I, i'll say before i was more so focused on just putting out material just to get out there whoever hears you know whoever hears it hears it type of thing but yeah. now i kind of do want to expand my fan base even more like yeah. i do want to get more fans try to grab new fans from different markets yeah now that's kind of that's kind of what I that's kind of what I'm trying to do right. What I'm currently working on right now. And I remember more fans during, on that. During that time, we were really you know pushing pushing the music, and we were kind of like rebels in the face of the industry in some in some ways. These days, would you see yourself signing to a label, like a big label? I mean, just any label. It uh, it it really depends on what they're what they're offering. Hey. Like I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind signing to a label. I, I honestly want to get signed. Yeah. Someday, but it has to be right. We won't get into specifics, but there are some. There's some weird stuff going on in the music industry, guys. But that's for another. And that's <laughs> that's yeah. for another interview. Um. Okay. So, Chicago State of Mind, and uh, what what's the project after that? What's the project after that? After that, that that was the last. Chicago State of Mind, that was the last project from T Trace. Alright, we, we evolve into Joey Trey at this point. Okay, so what's the first is it a single or a project from Joey Trey? The first um project from Joey Trey from yeah, the first project was called uh, Cut from the Same Cloth. And what what um what prompted the name change? Um well for one well, other than Joey Trace sounding an uh, awful lot better than T Trace, <laughs> T Trace was but, not um, that bad, yeah. <laughs> but um, I also felt like I was going in a different direction with my with my music yeah. around that time. Like when I was trying, I was more open to trying different, experimenting and trying different things, like. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we wouldn't believe the different types of sounds I was playing around with around that time. Yeah, and we're gonna play. We're gonna um, go back and play certain songs from different projects in future interview. Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but but yeah, you know what? That's that's I I wanted to cut in and say that's normal. I think every artist has that duality. I always went by at least two names. I always went by Justin Davis 
or nave noblique and it would literally depend on how i was feeling i think every every person had, and my producer name i'm not even putting out there like yeah but it's it's totally different and it makes no sense you know what i'm saying so i i i get it needing to rebrand needing to rebrand i i think dr dre and and a lot of these artists that have stayed consistent that's why they've been able to stay consistent they know when it's time to to evolve you know to add another tool you know what i'm saying definitely okay so so um joey trey how is it how is it good now i'm personally interested in some of this how is it going for you as far as getting like the studio situations, things like that? Are you set up with your own studio at this time too? Or are you going back? To, are you, are you into the studios again? Right now with this pandemic, I'm not in the studio. I don't have, I don't have my own studio and I not going to the studio right now. Hopefully by the summertime, if things get a little bit better, which I'm hoping and praying it does, I can get back into the studio. Cause I do have a lot of new music that I've, that I'm sitting on right now so I'm itching to record like I've if, written a lot of new if like, you recently. if you want um some pr very good beat making software off air I'm, I will I'll plug you in man like I just started making beats just from the crib because of the pandemic and this has allowed me to uh make beats even from from vocal samples artists are recording off their phone so I'm not going to put it out there for everybody but that might help just anything anything that is possible to help new music getting put out i want i want to help you know in any way i can oh, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look into that appreciate it i'm gonna definitely yeah. look into that yeah thank you um but okay so uh are you are you the production we didn't talk about production you've made beats right a lot of beats right or no when i was in high school i dabbled in beat making a little bit I remember but, hearing your beats on certain things. No, am I forgetting that? Is that the no, no, no? Because no, words of wit, what it was, was words of wisdom. The project, the first project I dropped during the college years. Yeah, that was a lot. That was basically beats that I had made the summer before college, like the, basically between high school and college. I made those beats. Oh, so the okay. beats you heard on Words of Wisdom were produced by me. So are you dabbling in in um, production again? Or are you just lining up with? Are you are you just working with producers? I'm working with producers at yeah. the moment. Yeah, I'm working with a different producers right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't blame you, man. It's a time consuming process to make beats. You know what I mean? Um, okay, so I'm made by made by people with a lot of years of experience making beats on the yeah. they sound a lot fuller and a lot yeah. more professional quality and all that so i'm just like let me just use these i'll yeah. buy these use them <laughs> i'm i'm halfway decent with loops like the the what i'm gonna send you is full of loops like sample loops and it has a looper so you can make a very very detailed professional sounding beat on this thing in like five minutes you know what i'm saying <laughs> but there's not a whole bunch of samples so I'm not, that's why I'm not putting the name out publicly or publicly right now. But, but, um, I, I feel you like they have more years of experience and, you know, they can get your sound to where it, where you want it to be quicker than trying to put together the beat yourself. You know what I mean? Um, so current, current, current for Joey Trey, 
I just played a single on the last pod um, that I that I really liked and that showcased your lyricism. Um, real world dreams. Now, now, what was was that off of a um, a, pro- a current project? Real world dreams off my last project. What the heart? What the heart wants? Y'all go make sure to check out that. What the heart wants? Please listen to real real. Uh, I messed it up. I told myself I wasn't gonna mess up on this podcast, but I did it. I think it's twice. Real world dreams by Joey Trey. Um, go listen to that. Is there a video for it or? I wish, uh, that, and, and that's another thing about this pandemic. I really wanted to shoot a video to that song yeah. so bad. As a matter of fact, I wanted to go back. I wanted to actually go back home to, to Chicago to, to to film that video. Yeah, but that was when the pandemic had came, and then that's when I was like, you know what? Let me just let me just put that on hold for now until further notice. Hopefully, one day I will be able to shoot that video because I do want to shoot a video to that song so bad. Yeah, I'm. I, I have a lot that I need to double back and do, but the pandemic is crazy, man. I think I, and it's hard to find a reliable camera person and be able to get to where you need to get um, in some places. You know what I mean? Right. So, so you're, are you, what are you, what are you, what are you working on currently? Well, currently, like I said, not too long ago, I dropped uh, my follow-up project called What the Heart Needs. The heart that's the new one I just dropped. That's part two. That's continuation of What the Heart Wants. Now, I'm working on... When I said, remember when I said I wrote a lot of new music that I want to record? Yeah. Basically, the a lot of the new music... I basically wrote my next project. Yeah. And during this pandemic, I literally wrote my next project. Yeah. And the part three to that... You know, the first one was called What the Heart Want. Second one was called What the Heart Needs. And yeah. this one is going to be called King of Hearts. And what's the... Now, look. Is there a Kingdom Hearts tie-in to any of this? <laughs> I have to ask. Honestly, I... Honestly, no. There oh, was, come I on, man. <laughs> Are you serious? Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. Alright, y'all don't know why I said that. And some of y'all probably don't even know what Kingdom Hearts is, who Sora is, who Riku is, what Darkness is. None of y'all know what that is, so if you don't, just ignore it. Alright, so you say that there's no Kingdom Hearts influence. What's the idea behind this project? Basically, it was... Because when I was making the project, it, I wasn't really thinking from the perspective of Kingdom Hearts necessarily, even yeah. though I, I could see why that that would have been a good direction to go in because uh-huh. of the title. But the reason behind this project, like the first one, when I was make, when I was creating What the Heart Wants, I was I was going through a difficult time. Yeah. In the in the at that at that point in time, I was going through a difficult time in the relationship department hey man we all been through it man yeah and it was i was just at a point where i was like man like i don't know about this whole love thing like i was yeah. just like and i was just like but I, I wanted to you know whenever i feel a certain type of way about something personally going on in my life i always just want to put it in the music that's how it goes so and that's why I, I started making what the heart wants, mm-hmm. and then, and in the process of doing that, I ended up coming up with a theme for it. Okay, and it kind of, but that now each one has a theme, has a different theme that kind of ties all in. Like what the heart wants, the theme behind what the heart wants was 
getting out of a relationship and and finding the the strength to start to get into a new one or start you no know, starting over basically yeah so basically getting out of one and getting into another one mm-hmm. that was the theme of what the heart wants yeah the idea of moving on that's and related. then what the heart needs what and then what the heart needs the one that i just dropped not too long ago and that theme was more so about self evaluation okay like self-evaluation as well as as well as in basically just enjoying enjoying life whether you're single or or in a, or in a new relationship or still single either either or just enjoying yourself and being comfortable with yourself that's the main thing behind what the heart needs that's dope that's dope and and that's uh i commend you for the growth too because i remember back in the day a lot of us we had concepts don't get me wrong we had concepts but a lot of us were were rhyming to be the best rapper a lot of us at the time were just trying to destroy each other on every song that we did any battle any whatever it was i'm gonna have the best verse you know what i'm saying like uh, no let me get the last verse no let me get the first verse and 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 it and it creates a great competition and it it really does make everyone involved a better artist but then you start to settle into yourself and you start to say well who am i as as far as an artist like who am i you know i can rap but you know what do the people know so i salute you on on evolving in that way as well as the name change you know what i mean yeah you see how i tied that all together you know what i'm saying yeah, I tied that all together pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure, man. So, so what is the, what's the the current things that are out right now that people can go check out? Uh, currently, like I said, I just dropped "What the Heart Needs." What the That's Heart Needs everywhere. Um, I got two videos out for that for that project. What uh, are I the got video? a video to a song, to a song called "Just Stay." Just Stay. And and I got another video to another song on there called Headlights featuring Anwar Sadat. Shout out to him. Shout out to Anwar. And those are the only two videos I have for that project. Okay, so we're going to be playing joints on here too on this episode. We're going to be playing the new joints too. You know what I mean? For sure. And you were, I'm sorry, it sounded like you were just about to say one more thing, another thing. Oh, oh yeah. The thing I was going to say was um, my pre, uh, you got people a previous project what the heart wants so make sure you get what the heart wants and what the heart needs and be on the lookout for king of hearts which will be which will is to be announced i'm gonna just say to be announced because right now i don't know when i'm putting it out but i finished writing it the project is done writing wise i actually had had a new song i had to add a new song because recent some recent events yeah. unfortunate event happened actually at the start of this year like on new year's man i it's been yeah. an interesting time 2020 2021 has been an interesting time you know what i mean but i i yeah. think we're all gonna somehow make it through and you know prayers up for for your situations i know what you mean i had to go back and Shoot, I definitely had to go back. Rest in peace, PCK Cully, man. I had to go back and rewrite some songs too. You know, it's been crazy, but uh, it's it's a blessing yeah. that we're still here, most definitely. Um, so do okay. So can I post? Can I can I put links to the videos 
um, on the website? And can I put links to the, the songs on the website for them to check out? Yeah, most definitely. Yep, absolutely. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Okay, man. So, look, that's the first one. We're not going to give them too much here. Y'all going to have to pay for some of this stuff. But um, is there anybody you want to shout out? Anybody you want to say salute to? Um, I'll say shout out to my manager, Mohammed. Hey, shout out, Mohammed. Um, Shout out to God. Hey, of course. Big shout out to God in Jesus' name, I add. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to all the artists out here that are just that are working and grinding, even in this even in this pandemic we're in. They still they're still out here making music, creating new material, and right. making out new new content. I uh, shout out to them because I know how hard it is. This is a this is a tough time for artists right now, especially independent ones. Yeah, so, man. Shout yeah. out to them. <laughs> yeah, salute to y'all, man. And and to add on to that, it's a tough time. But if you can keep creating through this thing, I think that it'll pay off three times, four times, five times as much. If we can, if we can just keep putting the product out, um, I think we're gonna reap a lot of rewards, especially now with streaming everything else out there. You know, so salute to all the artists out there too. We will definitely be back um, for track by track breakdowns and are you down to help with some topics in the future too oh yeah definitely yep so yeah he'll be back on the underground this has been an interview with joey trey you know what i'm saying shout out chicago shout out illinois you know what i mean and we will be back man thank you very much oh yeah most definitely thanks for having me all right man salute Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, oh boy, yeah, 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 young Dan, yeah, hey, 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 okay, let's face it, I'm gonna be a star, I ain't read up on my face, I know why you're blind, but just shit, you know we race, I can't really deal with the love this shit I'm facing. Hey, hey, okay, let's face it. I'm gonna be a star, I ain't read up on my face. I know I have lost, but just chillin' no erase. I can't really deal with the love this shit I'm facing. Hey, I'm gonna be a star, you know that's honesty. Industry and workers took its toll on me. But I'll be back in this stage, I can quit, no, no. I be facing them head on and get the heroes, bro. Okay, let's face it. I'm gonna be a star, I ain't read up on my face. I know I have lost, but just shit, you know we racing. I can't really deal with the love this shit I'm facing. Hey, hey, okay, let's face it. I'm gonna be a star, I ain't read up on my face. I know I have lost, but just shit, you know we racing. I can't really deal with the love this shit I'm facing. I'm gonna be a star, you know that's honesty. Industry and workers took its toll on me. But I'll be back in the stage, I can quit, no, no. I be facing them head on and get them arrows, bro I know that time is really coming Face the shit that's over popping Never going up for nothing But I'm coming up for something yeah. Trying to see my downfall Then I'm coming out your time Don't break it was at any phantom Then I push it to the bottom Okay, let's face it I'm gonna be a star I ain't read up on my basics I know I have lost But just shit, you know we racing I can't really deal with the love This shit I'm facing Hey, hey, hey Hey, I'm gonna be a star, I ain't reading up on my face. I know I have lost, but just chilling, now we race. I can't really deal with all of this shit I'm facing. Hey, hey, oh boy, oh boy.
Uh, let's get into music reviews. Let's get into music reviews. So I want to talk about Moneybag Yo. Uh, he has a new project. I want to talk about Slime Language 2. Also, Corday dropped the project. I haven't listened to that quite yet. Um, so first, uh, let's get into Young Thug's Slime Language 2 project. This is a compilation album. I'm looking up this Moneybag Yo project. This is a compilation album of everybody that's signed to Young Thug's uh, label. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a, I mean, you'll, you'll nod your head to it. You know, it's, it doesn't sound unpleasant. You know, it, it, it definitely doesn't sound unpleasant. I will say it kind of just all, all the auto tune just blurs together. All the high voices and auto tune, it kind of blurs together. There's a genre where you just soak everything in auto tune and you, rap about lean the same stereotypical topics i would have liked to hear more diversity just in in content and on the drake song you know this this is the the underground so we're really going to talk about it uh young thug talking about he's thinking about selling his soul these artists market to children man like lil's not lil nas x tried to Get out there and oh, I don't even know if we talked about freaking Montero and the the call me by your name thing. But Lil Nas X put out this super satanic video, and then got on Twitter telling people, "Yo, you gotta. How is it my fault if you listen to this? If your kids listen to this, like, bro, these artists are marketing the occult and satanic stuff to kids specifically. Like, for instance, Lil Nas X was." nominated for a kid's choice award for old town road one of his points was like yo how are how are old town road had lean usage and all that stuff in it so you're messed up for playing it for your kids nickelodeon definitely nominated old town road for a kid's choice award so these these artists are benefiting from promoting their music to children and they're pumping their music full of satanic imagery and messages and so like for for lil nas x somebody listening to like everyone thinks that the controversy is the homosexuality uh you know to me the controversy is why are you peddling this to children like all of the children who listen to old town road and watch the nickelodeon kids choice awards they definitely rush to see the next single and what did they see lil nas x pole dancing and giving a lap dance to satan like I don't, I don't, I don't understand how the industry is able to just make it seem like the occult. They, they just create all these different vehicles for the occult to normalize it. Like they, to me, they use Lil Nas, Lil Nas X being gay to try to make it seem like, oh, well, if you're gay, then you're satanic too. Look, these two are one and the same. Mm. And it's it's kind of the same thing with the slime language thing. If you're you're on a song talking about you're thinking about selling your soul, like it's supposed to be cool, bro. There's nothing good that comes from selling your soul. Like if you believe that you can sell your soul, obviously, like that's not a great thing to do. You're gonna have to pay for what you sold. No. So I think that's a, that's you know that's a critique on there. But I mean that's my critique of ninety percent of the industry. Like I said, the industry is crazy satanic. Um, American culture just pushes the occult like crazy. So, you know, you're going to get that from mainstream artists. Um, overall, an enjoyable listen. 
I definitely nodded my head to all the songs. The production is amazing. I have no complaints about the production whatsoever. It was great. It was really, really good. Um, I'll probably, it's 23 songs. It was a bit of a longer listen. So I got about halfway through and then I had to, you know, I switched to something else. I had to do something else. So I'll double back and listen. But I'll be honest, I don't even know if I got halfway through. As soon as I heard that selling his soul line, I kind of tuned out. So, like, that's where you lose me as a listener. Um, what we got next? The Moneybag Yo, If Pain Was a Person. Again, amazing production. Amazing production. There's a song with a Pac sample. Let me see if I can find it real quick. And I, I'll play Let me see if I can just play a little bit of... This is one of the last places where I'm not getting copyright strikes like crazy. Like, I have a show called Clips and a show called Now Playing. And as of now on YouTube, I can't even upload a playlist because they're copyright striking me for playing things on YouTube, which I think is really stupid. Um, let me see here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is called, is it Gangsta's Pain? Is this right? A gangsta's pain. I thought it was called If Pain Was a Person. Why do I think that? Why did I think that? Hold on. Is this right? Oh, it's a song. It's a song. The album is called Gangsta's Pain. Let me see if I can find... Is this that? Oh, that's a YouTube ad. Oh, YouTube. Is this it? That's not it, but this is that money back yo. He got that if loving you was wrong. Again, the I really have to shout out the modern producers today. Shout out my producer THC. You know what I'm saying? Through the night is on the way of the single. Um, yeah, man, production is great. Moneybag Yo is one of these artists that I feel like is a good example of the old school and the new school, kind of like Lil Baby too. You got your lyrical stuff, but it's 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 ratchet too. Uh, so my only my only complaint about this Moneybag Yo project is I did wish for more diversity. If you're talking about lean three songs in a row and you're not talking about withdraw, to me you're not keeping it real. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's play some of this slime language. Now I will say on on for Young Thug, I don't know if he's no 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 Don Tolliver is is Cactus Jack. Don Tolliver, as far as new school artists, is killing it. I believe he signed to Travis Scott, but I've been playing Masego and Don Tolliver's Mystery Lady constantly. I'm gonna play that in a minute. Um, let's just do this is Young Thug Liddy featuring the baby. Very high voice. Kind of a trend. Yeah. Let's get 
like the production the baby's come back and he's been he's been killing his verses a lot lately um no i'm not gonna talk about that i i was gonna talk about the trend there's an artist right now man sway lee i'm gonna put it out there bro i think i don't like what sway lee is doing man and i feel like the public is sleep like how many first of all rest in peace to sway lee's dad and this is not personal but how many artists are going to lose family members before their albums drop or right after their albums drop before we start to ask yo is human sacrifice really happening in in the freaking industry like i don't understand why people are just like oh it's totally not happening what are you talking about human sacrifice has been a thing and these artists will have family members that will be totally fine while they broke and normal and then right before a project or something drops, they pass away. And I'm sorry if this sounds insensitive, but to me, it's like, come on, man. Like, come on, man. So is back and he's killing stuff. I just had to speak about that Sway Lee thing. He's got this show on Snapchat. And for those of you who don't know, Sway Lee's brother allegedly killed his father, their father. And that is a horrible tragedy. But he's putting out a Snapchat show where he's like, it's cringy, man. It's it's such a blatant like rollout. Like I don't like the death rollout. I know you have to talk about it, but like I don't like the death rollout. Like he's going to the freaking cemetery and mourning his father on camera, and then looking up and going, "I did it, man. The music is great. Like come on, bruh. Come on, man." Like I I don't know I, to me to me like it's blatant it's blatant if you think no artist has sacrificed any family members to get fame to me you are so woke you sleep like I don't I think it's crazy to think otherwise at this point I'm gonna say it, this is the underground man there's a reason why this is the underground and not the industry ground like I went that route I saw what they was doing I didn't like it you know what I mean um it's just too blatant for me but yeah the baby is back. Baby's killing verses, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to me, he's like the game's new ludicrous almost. Um, but yeah, what's what's the last thing? This this Corday project. Now I haven't actually listened to this Corday project, so I'm just gonna we're gonna do a live listen of it right now. And I'm sorry if this is offensive. Oh, and we gotta talk about freaking Young Ines and and Fulio. And what's going on, and also DJ Academics' responsibility in all this. But let's get into this Corday first. Corday. Where's it at? This is More Life featuring Q Tip. Sorry, this is a Bet Rivers online casino ad. All right, here we go. We went with Corday to visit his old neighborhood middle school in the college he dropped out of. This is what they're showing at the beginning. 
Wait, 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 wait. Who is this? Who is this? Hold on. Hold hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Was that Q tip? I'm not gonna lie, that's not gonna be it for me. Um that's not gonna that's, that's not gonna do it. Let's let's skip to some rapping. Ah, oh, dang it. We done we skip we fast forwarded to the Q tip needs to not do that anymore. Respectfully. The last album was fire. I've been focusing on things that seem not as urgent. Like stand true to my core. These basic things they say you should ignore. Who could afford the price of fame? But honestly, what is we doing it for? My happiness, I'm still pursuing the source. Lay my life over these lucrative scores. Document struggles that we choose to endure. And they wonder why the young niggas loot in the stores. Damn, but this a real nigga declaration. Got my advance and spent that shit like it was reparations. He's he is he's Another good example of the old school and the new school combining. That hook is whack, though. I'm sorry. That's a whack hook to me. I can't. I can't deal with that. But uh, should I? I'm sorry. I'm not trying to hate. I'm not I'm really not trying to hate. But mm. um, someone said a J Cole and Corday collab would be fired. That I agree. I totally agree. So those three projects are out. Now, let's get into this freaking Jacksonville, the war in Jacksonville. You know, DJ Academics is good at finding Black Death. You know what I'm saying? And he will freaking promote it. You know what I'm saying? There are two artists right now who are going back and forth in, in some of the craziest, most savage ways that I've seen in quite some time. Uh, one is called Young Inace. One is named Fulio. I believe. Um, let's see if we can get some 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 backstory here. Uh, let's see. I think I have it in my history. But basically, it's just this street beef that has claimed so many lives. Young Ace lost three of his brothers. Fulio has lost people too. And the way that these these artists are going about dissing each other is insane. Insane. You know what I mean? Let me see if I can find this. Um, I don't want to take up too much time trying to find the documentary on it. We might watch this on clips instead. Um, let me see. Yeah, I don't I don't see it. But let let's do let's do First, we're going to play Young Ines's Who I Smoke. And listen, listen. For anybody, I don't have anything to do with this, but this needs to be talked about because these record labels are aware that there is real street beef. DJ Academics and all these other outlets covering this are aware that there is real street beef between these artists. And not only are they funding them, they're paying them so they can probably buy more weaponry, allegedly. 
they're funding the videos that have the names of dead people in them. So to me, these labels are complicit in every single thing that happens. And it's amazing to me that somehow they're not, the labels are not being brought up on charges. Like, I think that's crazy. So this is Spinner Benz, Wappa with the Chopper, and Young Yinace and Fast Money Goon, Who I Smoke. That's an ad for freaking new software. Here we go. I do not co-sign this. I don't know any of the people. Rest in peace to everybody on both sides. I don't want smoke with anybody over this, but this needs to be documented. Vanessa Carlton joint. That's a Chicago term that actually started as a as a term of endearment by FBG when they were talking about Tuca and then Chief Keevan them ran with it and turned smoking ops into an insult. That's the history of it from what I've seen. And so now because these labels have given these artists a platform and funded them, this kind of activity is now worldwide to the point where Jacksonville, Florida is doing it too. And I'm pretty sure it's Jacksonville, Florida. And when you hear them say these names, he said, I don't even want to repeat the names because I really don't want to disrespect anybody. But this needs to be to be known. I just saw a crowd of of people at a concert and it was largely Caucasian people singing these names. Y'all are chanting the names of dead people who've been murdered gleefully. And someone needs to hold the music industry accountable for allowing suburban white kids to say nigga. Someone needs to hold these artists accountable, but the label's pushing them, allowing a sea of white people to say nigga just would know that gleefully. And now they're chanting the names of dead people, dead, really kids, because these aren't like adults. A lot of these people were kids. 
So I think that's insane that any label is pushing this and they're literally fueling street beef. DJ Academics um, was was going back and forth with Young Ines. DJ Academics is really getting into a lot of beef situations and trying to like hide behind the media role. And I, I really, really hope he stays safe out here. But he's stirring it up too, you know? Shame on everybody hyping this beef up because everybody want to chant about, we, you know, we just got done with this George Floyd thing, which we're going to talk about um, a little later. I'm moving the, it was originally first, but it was too heavy. So I'm, I'm saving it for later. But uh, we just got done with that. We're screaming Black Lives Matter, but then you run around and you chant this. Now, this is not a diss to the statement Black Lives Matter. Because I've seen, I actually had somebody come up to me just standing there like, Black Lives Matter, why don't you care about your own? That is called the deflection for racism. We're not talking about that. You know what I'm saying? But we do need to address the fact that we'll sit here and cry as a nation for police killing black people or or black people being killed unjustly, but then run around and hype this up, stream it, chant it, sing it at concerts like it's all it's all good. Now, I will say it they know how to write catchy songs, but it's black death. Why is America so hyped to cheer on black death? I don't get it. Um, so Fulio, not to be outdone, responded. He responded, man. Where is it at? This song is called When I See You. I believe it's a Fantasia sample. That is a Google ad. I gotta forget. They gotta get the... I'm just about to start turning the volume down before I even freaking do this. You know what I mean? Dang, my feet is starting to hurt. Um, I, ch I started recording standing up. Better breath, better breath control, stuff like that. They suggested the Fantasia song. That what you hear at the beginning is the real news broadcast to these three people getting killed. So we put that in the song. He also went to a gravesite. I don't know if it's the real gravesite, but he got a poster, like one of those memorial things, and he went to the gravesite and recorded this. Messed up. I think he even did it on his birthday. Moving aside from how ridiculous and kind of funny it is that they use these samples, this is horrible, man. I'm not gonna sit here and hype this up like it's cool, like it's be to like it's to be commended. The labels are lame for putting money into any of this. You know what I'm saying? And and the labels, people really gotta start looking at how disgusting and occult and evil and satanic these labels really are, man. 
You know what I'm saying? Another conversation we're going to talk about, I said it before, but we're going to talk about certain belief systems that actually say sacrifice of non-believers is okay and killing non-believers is okay. And what happens when people with those belief systems get in charge of a record label, a TV station, anything like that? You know what I'm saying? To me, this is this is messed up. You're you're putting it's this has happened a hundred miles an hour in the culture. You know what I'm saying? But to me, this is what a racist white person thinks we are. You know what I'm saying? Aside from it being catchy, aside from the songs, to me, this is just this is setting us back as people. And both of these artists are putting not only them, but their families, anybody who runs around singing this song, saying these names, 23 is Young Inez's brother putting them in danger you can't uh aiden ross got in trouble because he was he uh aiden ross is like this this uh uh gamer who this streamer who was singing this song and he got checked because the names in the song are real dead people so watch out that you can't even play these songs somewhere because there are people who know these people who may get mad so watch out I'm up in Michigan, you know what I'm saying? But if you run around, if you try to go around Jacksonville, Florida and certain places and play either one of these songs, your car really might get Swiss cheesed. So, you know what I'm saying? So I really pray that they stop this. And I pray that some someone holds these labels accountable for how nasty they are and how many uh, uh, black lives have been lost because of the money that the labels pump into these songs. And, and because the songs are getting everywhere, I really hope somebody holds them accountable. If no one else does, I will. That's what the underground is for. I'm going to keep it G about it. This is this is not what it is. It's not a good look. I I kind of want Fantasia and uh, is it Vanessa Carlton? I want them to copyright the songs and take them down. So they, you know, they can't because now they're going anybody listening who else got beef. They're going to be looking for the next uh, uh, catchy song. To, to do this to like this is not gonna end here you know what i'm saying so yeah man that's 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 essentially what's going on in the culture right now you know what i'm saying prayers up for everybody go check out that new music or don't you know what i'm saying i can totally understand if you don't want to listen to some of this because hip-hop though it has gotten to a better place it is still corrupted by tourists and people who like to see black death and and who want to get money from streams you know what i'm saying um, but yeah, that's what's going on in the industry right now. You know what I mean? Uh, just, just wanted to, to, to cover some of that. You know what I mean? Welcome back to the underground. All right, let's get into, let's get into topics, man. It's been a while. Derek, I'm not even gonna say his full name. We're not gonna give no suckers, no platforms like that. You know what I mean? Derek, you know what I mean? Um, this, this case finally... This uh, George Floyd case, finally, I won't, people are out here calling in a W that Derek got a, that they uh, put some charges up on him and remanded him. And I, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's good. They got him. But there's still a life lost. You know what I'm saying? There's still a life lost. Uh, here I'm looking up. I'm looking up all the details. Um, the specific, the specific uh, charges, real quick. 
But yeah, like it's it's I don't want to sit here and celebrate the system doing exactly like doing what it's supposed to do. And it shouldn't have happened and it shouldn't be happening. And I'm looking at the reactions. Um let me see here. I'm looking at the reactions of people and it's I'm so tired of people acting woke. Like sitting there acting like they're so, so woke with these long paragraph essays, blah, 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 blah. And it'll be in support of somebody like Derek, where it's like, dude, George Floyd got murdered on camera. You know what I'm saying? Why are you what is woke about uh, uh, complaining about justice being done? What is woke about that? I keep seeing all these. What it really is, is racists will use every single thing in their toolbox. Every single thing they can reach. Like they're 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 grabbing the can opener. You know what I'm saying? They're opening the freezer. You know what I'm saying? They they done they done hit the microwave. Microwave is just sitting there. They're everything that they can reach. For some I don't know. I was just thinking about my kitchen just now. That's why those men, that's why those those images came up. Um they'll just use it and protesting oh we gotta address this i'm reading tweets protesting charges being uh uh not charges being brought against i'm sorry he was convicted man he was convicted um here i'm gonna i'm gonna i need this is taken derek you know what's crazy I keep trying to search for this information, right? On Twitter. That's why this is taking so long. And this is, Twitter is complicit in a lot of this too. There's a, all of these factors at play for why it's normal to just hate on black people in America. You know what I'm saying? Derek Chauvin, not charges brought against. Derek Chauvin was convicted of murder. Convicted of murder. And it was three charges, I, I believe one of them was like but but the crazy part is just two days ago i could look up all this information i could look up all this information easy on twitter i was just on twitter now i just typed in the name i typed in george floyd i typed in Derek. you know what i'm saying and his last name and i think it's chauvin no forget that we gonna we gonna, we gonna put his name out there so you know first name last name you know what i'm saying but um I can't, the details are freaking, nothing was coming up just now when I searched it. It's almost like it's being suppressed. Dun, dun, dun. Let me see. Why is it so hard to find? There we go. Two counts of murder. One count of manslaughter. All right, now here we go. This is what I was trying to find that I could not easily find on Twitter, y'all. Second degree unintentional murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter is what they're saying. Jurors deliberated for more than 10 hours over two days before coming to their decision. Um, yeah, man. First of all, it's weird that that was hard to find. Unintentional murder. So even in the conviction, it's still like, like, uh, oh, we don't, you didn't do it on purpose all the way. 
that's where that that's why racism is so insidious you know what i mean that's a crazy word right insidious right you should check out those movies you know real life is stranger than fiction you know what i mean but it's so insidious because like i said they will use whatever they can to freaking do you in or or it soften the blow for someone who gets caught blatantly doing something so I, it wasn't unintentional and and all right we're gonna separate the topics well you know what we're gonna we're gonna tie them together and just as soon as people started to go hmm maybe things are looking up a little george floyd it's i can't call it a w but people are starting to go maybe the system isn't isn't so horrible right maybe the system just isn't so horrible then we get the news of another police related incident actually you know what as i've gone it's like it's like these these news um factions are aware of the amount of publicity they get when they it's not like that's what they're doing they're aware of the amount of publicity that they get for for police versus african-american situations that end in death or injury and now they're like vultures there are so many different stories on the websites that I visited now, and you can tell they're just they're they're farming for clicks too. You know what I'm saying? This is really happening, and it's a problem. But they're definitely farming for clicks. Uh, let me see. Now I've seen I've seen two different spellings, but I think it's both. It's pronounced Mikea Bryant. Mikea Bryant. Uh. I believe 15 years old, gunned down by police. And I can now I can hear the roar of the of the people who reach in their toolbox and use things. So let me let me speak to that voice right now. In the video, she was for show looking like it looked like she was I didn't watch the video, but big, big knife. First of all, rest in peace though. See what I'm saying? As I'm interacting with people, I'm seeing the first thing they say is she was going to stab her. She was going to stab her. She was going to stab her. Allegedly. Right. Where is your compassion for the loss of a teenage life? First. Where is your people? People who, like I said, people trying to be woke, man. People trying to be woke and just just. Oh, well, the police officer was just doing their job. And Where is your compassion for the person who died? And why is it so hard for you to find? It's because of racism. That's what I'm trying to, to, to illustrate. It is, it is. It's hard to describe how annoying and, and just messed up it is to blatantly see how America is steeped in racism and how so many, I'm going to say something that might offend some of my listeners. So tune out if, if racially racial conversations, uh, uh, make you uncomfortable. I'll say it like this. 
we African Americans are like 13% of the population in America, I believe. Somebody can check that. You can fact check me. White people are 75, 70 to 80% of the population here. No one is checking their bias. No one is, uh, well, people are, but so many people are, are just automatically siding with the anti-black side and not question, questioning it. Automatically siding against the person of color. I'm talking to you, my Caucasian listeners. And salute to you if you're not racist, but if you know someone, Meemaw, Peepaw, Cousin Todd, you know what I'm saying? Daquan, the troubled one, you know what I'm saying? He got his name, he, he doesn't know all the way how he got his name, but now he's got to live his life as Daquan. You know what I'm saying? The Caucasian, they, they call him White Daquan. Him, he's got some problems. You know what I'm saying? If you don't see it, it's not because it's invisible. Check your bias, man. Check your bias. And you know what? Just for the sake of equality, my African-American people regarding this, my Kia Bryant, um, my people of color, my people who are tired of seeing police killings over and over and over and over. We have to check our bias as well. Super, super rest in peace and super respect and prayers up for the mother of Mykia Bryant who is mourning the loss of a child right now. All right? Because that's just messed up. It's just messed up. That was a big knife. And that's all I'm going to say, man. Now, tasers exist i saw someone from the uk commenting and i don't know if y'all know what's up with the uk but their gun pistols it's not it's more stabby over there it's stabby over there they don't they not i don't think they can have guns like that they got to use knives so uh they were commenting and they said even over here like over here we have way more knife related attacks and they're still getting tased. The police officers, I don't think they have guns over there. I don't know if they do. That's a crazy world. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I, I think there's obviously guns over there, but I don't think they can use them. Like, like you can't just, it's not like here where you can, in some places you can walk into Denny's with an M16. That's an exaggeration for all the people tripping about that too. But um, I know in some places you can walk around with some big, big, big machinery around here. You know what I'm saying? Pause. But so many people are not checking their bias. This person from the UK said, man, like, what? why can't y'all do this like us? Like, why are y'all just killing black people 100 miles an hour? Why are the police over there just murking people? Man, racism and because guns make it easy. <laughs> Too easy. You know what I'm saying? That's really what it is. And because people aren't checking their bias. So prayers up to all my people who have been oppressed by this system, I'm going to say something again. All right. Cover your ears. If, ra if, if racism offends you, if talking about racism, I said, cover your ears. If racism offends you, <laughs> if talking about racism offends you. Okay. We are all suffering because we're living in a racist white experience. And yes, it has some benefits like like free market capitalism i guess 
you know what I'm saying? Like, like, but, but the, the downside is the, the hatred and killing the hatred and killing. And I'm gonna be honest, they're suppressing how we making money too, man. Like someone needs to address that America is just steeped in racism. And I'm not going to keep saying it because I don't want people to, oh, he's just talking about, but like, yeah, this stuff shouldn't be happening in freaking 2021. But then you got to remember segregation was legal like 60, 65 years ago too. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to stop being surprised when America is racist and trying to, oh my God, like it's more racist. Nah, like how do we protect ourselves now? That's what I'm at. I seen this. I like, dang, man. Rest in peace to the, the people gone. America, America-ing again. Even though even though on Derek's case, they america a little bit less. You know what I'm saying? But how do we fight back? How do we fight back? Arming ourselves with knowledge. We should be talking to our children about how to interact when the police officer pulls up. Don't reach all crazy. Don't start yelling and screaming and control your emotions. No matter what, no matter what is happening, control your emotions and you fight that after that month could pull off. I, I bleep myself, but you, you fight it after he pulls off. You know what I'm saying? Your main goal is to survive that interaction until we can get ourselves out of this oppressive place. Cause I'm for sure not about to just wait for America to wake up and not be racist. Like, nah, fam. Hope it does. Hope it slows down a little bit. Like this Derek case is like a li- little step. But the thing about there's another detail about this Mikea Bryant situation, and a few more of these situations that I have purposely waited until now to say. That police officer yelled something after he shot that child. I'm pretty sure he yelled back the blue. Let me see. I don't think it was blue lives matter. I'm searching. See, look, once again, once again, I'm looking and I could just find this information. I could just find this information. I can't find it right now, but y'all could look it up. I heard he yelled something. If they were trigger happy before, these racists i bet you they're going crazy now so be safe be safe out there y'all be safe out there y'all you know what i mean don't get don't get in no crazy situations that's that's what we have to teach ourselves how do you fight back against a corrupt official a corrupt police officer badge numbers you can get badge numbers but if they're looking crazy and hostile you see that look I'm going to try to kill me or somebody black today. I don't know why I made him sound country. I'm sorry, y'all. But if you see that look, get away from that encounter. Find his his uh, his uh, department and file a report to a high ranking official. You can do at the mayor. Uh, if you really, really want to press him, complain to the mayor of your city. You can also go to newspapers and let them know. Because you know they thirsty for a story. That is how you fight back. You don't you can't win in a one-on-one confrontation with 12. Because they have unlimited resources and weapons. And they are itching to spill. Some of them are it I can't say all of them. That'd be messed up to say. I can't say all of them. But a racist in a uniform 
who has who knows that he could pop somebody and then get away with it some of them out there are itching to spill black blood and that is the sad truth you know what i mean so so we need to be educating all of ourselves about how to get away from these interactions and i know i've seen the numbers too they marking everybody they're marking us at a higher rate but they're marking a lot of people you know what i'm saying like it's not meaning everybody meaning like all ethnicities have police fatalities that are unjust but they're going crazy on us you know what i'm saying so educate yourself with knowledge arm yourself with knowledge you know i'm sorry i told you i told everybody i'm gonna keep the rants to the podcast you know what i'm saying we'll we'll light it we'll lighten up in the next segments but welcome to the black experience i can't i can't live nor like this is part of my skin is brown some people will call me very light-skinned you know what i'm saying i'm working on I'm working. I can't call myself light skin because of all the horrible things that people have attached to it. But I did used to cry easy. I st- I've learned how to cry inside now, but I did used to cry. Easy. But yeah, I, this totally affects me because George Floyd. I God forbid, but somebody who's me or looks like me could be standing outside, and then boom, I rebuke that in Jesus' name, Amen. But yeah, once if they're just seeing brown and going crazy. Yeah, this affects me. This affects anyone who looks like me. Yeah. Skin tone. Yeah. Anyone with the same skin tone, it affects us. So I'm sorry if this is heavy. But this is real. This is re- you this is a, a podcast from a black perspective. Oh no, my battery. Anyway. Alright. Alright, alright. We'll move on to some more light. You know what I'm saying? And that rhyme, by the way. But that is that was necessary. We had to cover that. We will go on a music break, and then we'll be right back. Dang it. I, t- I told myself I was going to mess up with my first one back. Leave it in there. Leave it in there. Uh, We'll be right back with the Joe Budden podcast and the real reason, real reason why they split. This is the underground. Trying to stare a couple bills by moms in the 
back in the day, used to make money from traffic Fuck the other side, cause that nigga steady gapping And if he was some steppers, who really about that action? Daddy friend, I didn't make it up from all the shop shit Now I'm tryna be the hardest up inside my city Five on my grind, I ain't nobody fucking with me Put that price up on his head, that shit cost me about 50 Say that niggas looking for me, tell him to come get me And if they looking for me, boy, just know that I ain't hide If you catch you lagging, boy, just know that we slide Bought a couple steppers in the back, I know they ride Catch you up in traffic, then we crash and collide In my city ain't no help, you gotta make it on your own Had to get it by myself, ain't nobody put me on Brought a couple niggas with me who would never do me wrong Now they're both thinking feelings and I cut them in my song In my city ain't no help, you gotta make it on your own Had to get it by myself, ain't nobody put me on Got a couple niggas with me who would never do me wrong Now they're both thinking feelings and I cut them in my song I be steady, rolling steady, kicking off the desk Feeling you a shooter, but ain't even in the field Brought a lot of niggas who's just sitting in the sets Brought a watch up on niggas and niggas to the test Niggas so just begging you don't even know who real But think he ride a toolie by the way he likes squid I remember kicking doors just to try and get a meal If that boy act up, then we hear him with the steers Niggas came in, they gorillas, but they really rock But they disrespect again, we got a double box You would think I was a tighter way, I clutching on the strap The boys love capping, everything I spit is pop Let a nigga play and then I gotta catch a body The way I play with sticks, you think drama was my only friend Oh so nasty, tryna talk me in the lobby Cause it's gonna be a Sprinter, I ain't talking about Bobby Welcome back, welcome back. You can find the name of the artist and the song title down below in the timestamp list. Uh you guys alright? You guys alright after that? You guys you, you you good? I know I know some people get uncomfortable at at uh, ethnicity discussions, you know what I mean? Just checking in on you. So up next, we have the Joe Budden podcast. I've just been sitting back watching this whole thing. And there are so many moving parts and so many little nuances that I feel like you're going to hear me say nuances a lot. There's little nuances that people miss. You know what I mean? If anyone knows me, that's what I say about the Bible. There's so many little nuances and just the characters from a story point that it's it's a, it's just an interesting read. And it, it really does give some good examples for humanity. Bible plug. Boom. You see how I did that? That sounds crazy. Bible plug. Pause if we're going to... Uh, Bible, that was a Bible shout out. That sounds better. Um, Joe Budden has been podcasting for like, it's been like a, maybe a month or two. I think it's like a month. And his co his co-hosts are out of there. His co-hosts aren't there. And it's, you know. If you if you follow certain YouTube channels, if you follow Twitter, if you follow Twitch, you are able to piece it together, piece certain things together. And from what what has been said is there was tension behind the scenes. Rory kept Joe said Rory kept trying to fight him and it started to get crazy. Uh, I'm hearing that it's about money. Joe turned down a, a Spotify deal and um, also told rory to to go home and take time off and then that kind of led to maul the other co-host saying well who are you to say that anyone can take time off if we are supposed to all be in this together um so that just kind of 
snowballed until we all logged on to the podcast to watch and the seats were empty. The seats were empty. They weren't there. And Joe went on to tell us, yeah, like, yeah, it went left. It went left. I think it's a combination of those things. But I also think it's a phenomena I've no phenomena phenomena phenomenon. It's a phenomenon that I've noticed. Phenomenon. Dude, dude. Sorry, I had to do it. That I've noticed where people people who call themselves loved ones have the ability to kind of look you in the face and tell you that you know they value you and all this stuff and then you just get a nasty surprise sometimes i've encountered it a lot you know what i'm saying and and i also think it happened because of boundaries boundaries if any for any good relationship friendship whatever clear boundaries have to be established and sometimes they have to be enforced you have to remind some Maya Angelou, I think, said it's always good to remind somebody they can't really go too far with you. I'm paraphrasing. Boundaries. You know what I mean? And look, I'm pretty sure about that Maya Angelou quote, but don't, don't. You can check it. You can fact check me and tell me if I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like, it sounded like there were just boundaries that weren't discussed that got crossed and then because they weren't clearly discussed like real life discussed about yo what if this happens blah 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 people's feelings got hurt people's feelings got hurt now there's also a piece of this puzzle that is not being said but before i get into that i want to talk about this real real quick i used to think like dang man you know people just grind me And that may be true. There's a lot of grimy, manipulative people. Trauma can create narcissism, which is people who will never admit that they're wrong and always attack you and definitely have to get away from that. Manipulation can come from trauma. Definitely got to get away from that, too. You know what I'm saying? I definitely think that there's another aspect. And it's I've been doing these Bible studies. And I'm at the part where Jesus is being taken away to be crucified. And before he tells uh, the disciples, he's told them it before, but he tells them, look, y'all are going to betray me. All right. Y'all are going to you. You guys are going to betray me. And some of them were like, how could I? What are you talking about? Why would you say that? Basically like, nah, bro. Some of them stayed silent. Judas stayed silent a lot of the times it says. Sometimes you end up in a situation that you didn't encounter and it throws you off balance and your emotions can guide you down certain paths. In the story, Peter followed Jesus to where they had taken him. Picture this in the modern day. One of the homies is like, yo, I don't agree with this system. These people are are finna try to take me away. They come up in the the Bible, somebody ear get chopped off. Jesus heal them real quick. You know what I'm saying? And they take them to what would essentially be the cop shop or, or some sort of stronghold or headquarters for the, for the high priest at the time. And Peter follows him. Jesus didn't tell Peter, yo, follow me right now. 
Jesus healed the person, somebody's ear got chopped off. You know what I'm saying? Now, it is interesting, I'll say. You get your Martin Luther King and your Malcolm from the story of Jesus, too. Because they come to him and say, yo, yo, are these swords enough? I got two swords. And Jesus goes, yeah, that's enough. So he's peace loving, but he'll tell you it's enough swords around here, too. So anyway, picture they, they haul the homie off to the stronghold, follow him. Peter walks in, sits down. Jesus is in there. Peter's watching him, trying to be low key. And a maid spots him. A maid spots him and essentially says, man, aren't you with Jesus? Like, didn't I just see you with them? And Peter quickly goes, no, I don't know. Somebody else spots him. Peter trying to be low. Like, dang, man. It's, dang. it's getting hot in here, man. No, I don't know him. He does it again. No, I don't know him. Somebody else says, man, I'm, I know I saw you with Jesus. I know I saw you with young Yeshua. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the Hebrew. I believe, I keep saying, I think, I'm pretty sure it's Hebrew. The Hebrew pronunciation of his name. I bet you weren't expecting a Jesus tie-in in the middle of a Joe Budden podcast segment. Check that out. So he denies Jesus three times. Jesus had previously told him, you're going to deny me three times by the time this rooster crows. Says a different word in the Bible, but y'all are immature, so I'm not going to say it. So the third time he betrays Jesus, what does he hear? The sound of a rooster crowing. And, and Jesus looks at Peter. And Peter remembers in that moment what Jesus told him. And he weeps bitterly. He feels horrible after this. Even Jesus' disciples in this story, because he followed Jesus into this situation that he didn't need to, didn't need to, he was off balance. Trying to do what the world says. Let me stay low key so I don't get caught too. Now you got to ask yourself. If he was really as down as he said. Why was he so scared of being discovered? He said I'll ride with you. I, 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 to jail or whatever. Oh no I think Simon said that. But that's what they. No Jesus will never betray you. That's what they be saying. But that's another, that's another you know. That's another conversation. He followed him into the situation. And it made him off balance. And I believe that is what happened with the Joe Budden podcast. That's what happens with a lot of, of friendships and relationships. We will say, and if you're perfect, I'm sorry, I'm not talking to you. But sometimes people will say that they're down, that they're this, that they're that. Sometimes even with the intentions of wanting to stick by you. Really feeling like they're going to when the moment comes. But when they're in a situation, when they're in a situation that they are not prepared for, you know what I'm saying? Unless you're rooted in something real, you're going to switch up. You're going to switch up, man. You know? And, and I think that's what happened. That's what happened. They hadn't really, you know, they, they, the Joe Budden podcast has been around for quite some time but those boundaries weren't clearly discussed no don't follow me here don't follow me here 
Or maybe, yo, when this money gets here, I may not have told you, but I'm gonna switch up a little bit. On Joe's part, that could be it too. But I think I think that is what happens for a lot of interactions, man. Instead of having open discussions with the people we love about boundaries and trying to stick to them, at times we get caught in our emotions and just want to go our own way and follow after what we think is important. You know what I mean? Now on the Joe on the Joe side, I did hear the money situation was getting a little crazy. He turned down a deal. And he did not necessarily, uh, I don't know if he spoke to his partners, but after he turned on that Spotify deal, it got a little rocky. That's a Joe Budden pun, by the way, if you know who Rocky is. Uh, but there's another factor that is not being discussed. And I have to say this, this is a, an error on the part of Joe. An error on the part of Joe. And his name is DJ Academics. DJ Academics. If you do not know who that is, he is a popular uh, Twitch streamer. Streaming is when you sit at a table in front of a camera and you project your screen onto this website and people can either watch you or watch what you're doing on your computer or your phone. For those of you who don't know what Twitch is. And yo, hit me up on Twitch, by the way. Twitch.tv.doublen517. Um... DJ Academics. Rory of the Joe Budden podcast and DJ Academics had some tension. Rory allegedly went to DJ Academics' house and delivered a letter. But this was only after DJ Academics does what he does. And I'm not hating on Ack because I feel like if he, if he, well, he just landed a million dollar deal from what he's saying with Spotify from what I heard. You know what I'm saying? Salute to him for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but academics is is like I don't know if you if you guys have ever I think someone else said it before. In American Gods, there's a god of the internet, and he's this like kind of frantic kid who really wants to seem cool and who can't be disconnected from like Wi-Fi at any moment, or he just feels very alone. But he doesn't like to necessarily be around people all the time. He feels disdain for the public. DJ Academics is like that, man. And he really could be like a freaking a real asset to the hip hop community in, in a lot bigger ways, I feel. Um, but pause, I guess, if you want me to say that. But he but he just keeps. It's just that he keeps doing this same thing he gets in interactions with people and then he goes into his house and gets on his camera and just talks crazy about them and just digs up information about them usually regarding their their girlfriend or whatever but he won't sit down and talk to the person face to face and in this case dj academics ended up sleeping with rory's side chick allegedly with rory's side chick rory was engaged and that is rory's mistake you shouldn't do that. Come back to haunt you. Um, but he he got he he after this letter got dropped off, after DJ Academics was talking crazy, he sleeps with Rory's side chick, gets all the details, and the chick goes back to Rory's fiance and just starts telling all this stuff. 
Rory was wrong, I guess, in his personal world for doing that. But what type of shit is that, man? What is that? What is that? He Academics is the internet personified. And all the while, while this was happening, Joe did not stick up publicly for Rory or Maul. And he was getting on the podcast every day, sitting next to the two of these people, and not really standing up for them, and acting like somehow they were still friends. If you hear any of the one academics, or any of the academics, let, let's play, let's play, let's play a clip so you guys can hear the things that Act would say, and still says, about Joe's co-hosts, and you tell yourself, if somebody, if you ask yourself, if somebody was saying this about you to your friend and your friend never once defended you in any real way, how would you feel about that person? Here, let's play the clip. Put it like this. Joe could replace these bums with any two other people and give them, give the audience eight months and the audience will love the new people just as much. That's what these bums don't realize. I was giving them game while they thought they were giving me game. It's ironic. I wish I could find the clip. Yo, your Grand Wizard, if you got the clip, send it to me real quick. I don't want to take credit for none of this. But the moment I saw the albino bum Ruri, he was about to crack. This is when I, it was after I said this. When I start calling that nigga a worker, it made him insecure as a man. By the way, let me also put out there, there's nothing wrong with being a worker. I'm not shaming workers. I'm shaming delusional workers. Don't work at Walmart and think you run the shit. Don't work at CVS and think that, yo, you run, like, you, like you're the boss. Just chill. That's the problem with a nigga like that. I saw him, he was starting to self-destruct. By the way, I see people getting on Joe. All y'all owe Joe an apology. First of all, these are bum niggas Joe actually made into people y'all care about. Second of all, Joe is 100% right to give these two bums time off. I kid you not. Yo, Grand Wizard, send me the clips. Ruri started to look like a school shooter. He was mentally out of it. Joe couldn't say nothing without him saying, let's fight. You know what type of nigga does that? Keep in mind, this boy is white. A white dude keeps saying aggressive shit randomly. This is a school. Let me tell you this, man. Let me tell you this, man. Let me, I'll find a clip now. He could, the dude was on edge. You see what I'm saying? Do you hear that? I couldn't be cool with somebody who would sit by and let that happen, especially after some more stuff happened on the business side. I couldn't do it. So I kind of don't blame them. Yeah, boundaries are important. Yeah, sometimes we get caught up in our feelings, distracted by money, distracted by what we're following, like Peter from the Bible. See how I tied that back in again? Ding. That's the, that's the Bible shout out sound. Ding, ding. Uh... But also, Joe just didn't stick up for his peoples. That's fake, man. 
it's too many out people out here saying they real and then as soon as they feel like no one's paying attention they do something fake it's too many people out here who have narcissism that they were either taught by their parents or unaddressed trauma who who have been trained to to victim blame so if you say something to them they act like you're crazy meanwhile they just keep being two-faced there's too much of that going on and eventually we see what happens eventually you get tired of it. you know so they're 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 taking time off and the effect of all this is joe has brought in his two other friends and it's actually i don't want to say that it's better but rory all right here's the other thing about getting new friends and relationships sometimes the people around you get complacent Sometimes they get so used to saying that they're doing everything and that they love you and 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 they would do everything for you and do anything for you, they forget to actually do it. So Rory and Maul, they were getting kind of stale on some topics. A lot of topics, they would just be like, oh yeah, that's, it was great. Oh, well, yeah. they would say like maybe one or two sentences or they would try to protect their affiliations and not talk about the topic. And it was like, come on, man. Now he now he brought Ice and uh what's the other dude? Ish and uh you know the the other people in this circle who very clearly have known Joe for a very long time. And these people are delving into topics. So the conversations are going from like five minute conversations, ten minutes of content to listen to, to longer to longer um podcast episode time. You know what I'm saying? As you see, we we deep dive into every topic we do here. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna talk about it. Um, so I can't say that it's gotten worse. I kind of think it's gotten better. Uh, but I, to people out there, I'm sorry if I keep saying, but all the time, some people say, um, I figured out how to not say that. You know what I mean? But shout out to all the thick girls out there. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I just said, uh, to anyone struggling with friendships relationships where it feels like your boundaries are not being respected anyone who who loves you will never hate you for telling you how telling them how you feel anyone who loves you will want you to prosper and will not want to cheat you will not want to finesse you and will acknowledge when something bad is happening or when outside parties are talking crazy about you you know what i'm saying uh, academics has this concept where he thinks that you can talk about people's significant others or talk about podcasts or talk about other people in such horrible ways and then still expect to be cool. And I think that is reflective of society at large. Society thinks you can do what you want, say what you want, and people just got to rock with it. No, man. No, you don't have to just you don't have to be evil to people. No matter what, we always have a choice. And you don't have to finesse people either. We have a choice. You know, aside from those who might have some issues mentally. You know what I'm saying? But even then, medication is an option. Um, and shout out to all the people taking meds. You know what I mean? But if you're struggling in, in your interactions, you can always, you should be able to have a discussion with the people who love you without them attacking you for it. It's also okay to focus on yourself and protect your energy. That's okay. You know, 
Some of us have trauma. There's people out there. When I say us, I mean the human race because we are all one race. We just have different ethnicities. There are some of us out there with trauma that has been unaddressed. There are some of us out there who may have good intentions, but we off balance somehow, like Peter in the story. Ding, ding. There's some of us who who have to grow up more. There's some humans out there who have to grow up. And it is not your responsibility to raise another adult. It's good to help people grow. But if you have to continuously teach another adult or talk to another adult about basic empathy or how to respect you basically or be nice to you or not manipulate you, then that is not something wrong with you. It's not necessarily something, I won't say wrong, but that's something that that person has to humble themselves enough to work on in a real way. And if that doesn't happen, you're not the bad guy for stepping away. Rory and Maul are not the bad guys for stepping away. You know, there's a lot of crazy stuff coming at them. They, they, they did not necessarily feel, uh, like their sides were being understood. I heard Rory and, and Joe are currently going to therapy. That's good. Therapy is any, most of us probably need therapy. If you, especially look in the black community, therapy is finally starting to get talked about. But for a minute, it was like, nah, you'll be all right. You'll be, nah, you'll be all right. Or, or uh, there's some not to expand it out of the black community. There's just some trains of thought that go, well, if you're, what do you mean mental issues? I control my mind. And yeah, you do. But trauma can leave scars that have to be addressed. If that stuff is not addressed, you're not the bad guy for stepping away, y'all. So don't let anybody make you feel like um, you're, you're, I said, um, don't ever let anyone make you feel like you're the bad guy for protecting your energy. Now, there's a, a, a good way to do it. You don't have to hurt people's feelings, cuss people out, blah, blah, blah. But there's there's no contract in the air. Well, besides a marriage contract that says you have to stick around and deal with someone else's unaddressed trauma that they are not dealing with themselves. And. It's unfortunate, but divorce is also a thing too. So even a marriage contract, you know, they 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 shredding them up today. Unfortunately, marriage, marriage, people's playing with marriage. They need to stop. Ain't nothing worse than calling God down to the courthouse and then playing around. You have to get up, like man, what? You? All right, you have to sit through all everybody giving speeches, and then you gonna you gonna go cheat on your wife or cheat on your husband. That's ridiculous. That's another conversation though. Uh, protect your boundaries. Protect your health. Prayers up for the Joe Bum podcast. And uh, I'm going to go make food, but then I'm not going to make food and leave the mic on. But then when I'm, you guys are going to go through a music break. And then when we come back, we're getting into, uh, we'll see. What, 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 what do we have for time? Oh, shoot. It, it's 48 minutes right now. The Doge. We have to get into the Doge. Excuse me, that was a burp. We have to get into the Doge. We have to talk about the power of social media. Twitter ruined cyberpunk because uh, stock company stock is tied to public perception. And Twitter is essentially whiny public perception with a voice now. So before when a company went public, you would have to read the newspapers, 
and you know if a ceo got caught like i don't know eating a goldfish the stock might dip because people are reading the newspaper now if a ceo tweets something wrong that can affect the stock if if as we've seen with um amc if you guys have been paying i definitely bought some amc stock um amc dogecoin people are figuring out that the stock market really is much like music streaming it's just shaped by perception and it can be manipulated and the latest the latest thing that i'm looking into is dogecoin it's been steadily rising steadily rising people are making a lot of money it is i don't think it's even hit a dollar so you can really get in and and buy a large amount of it and make a large amount of money pretty quickly from what i understand it is kind of volatile so you know i won't say put your life savings but salute to the doge man salute to the doge we we really need to talk about the power of twitter right now and how twitter is using its power right now twitter reddit and and any place where people are congregating on social media they are controlling the market and these these old heads who basically they're doing the same thing that these old heads did behind the scenes they're manipulating the market for their benefit and now when we are doing it when when the new generation is doing it they're getting mad they're saying robin hood has taken amc uh off a few times or stopped it to try to lower it um amc is up uh, right now you know what i'm saying uh but but it's interesting to see how much control social media now has or how much control reddit now has so if you want an indicator of what the next hot stock is going to be look and see what people are talking about on social media because that really will tell you you know what's up before it was a mystery how does the stock market work how does this work how does this work how does streaming work you know what i'm saying now social media controls the stock market bro in a large in a large part and playlisting and and um uh, buying streams that is how these artists are going for these these billboard charts because concerts are just starting again but they ain't really going they're not really like they were um anybody who's confused about how these things are working like come on man wake up you know what i'm saying um so go get some doge this is a short segment. Go get some Dogecoin, man. Dogecoin, Dogcoin, however you spell it. I could say Dogecoin. Go get that. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I believe that you're, you're, you will make some money if you do that. I'm not a professional, but I definitely would look into it. And I'm probably going to look into it after I get off of here. Quick, quick segment on that one. Just wanted to make sure we talk about that. All right, y'all, this has been the underground. Shout out to Joey Trey. Shout out to all the artists who came through, let their music be heard. Um, announcement, announcement. Joey Trey and I are dropping dropping a joint project. You know what I mean? So uh, be on standby for that. We will be back. I'm going to be, hopefully, God willing, dropping a lot more of these. Um, I won't be gone for so long. Um, peace, blessings, understanding. To anybody listening to this, know that you have a gift that you can use uh, to make your millions and, and that will, will help people if you just lock in and focus, man. Take some time and find your gift, man, for real. I believe my dominion is the whole world, not just the city I'm in, and I aim to roam the world one day. You know what I mean? Salute. We'll be back.
This has been the underground.